Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. So, Laura, it is that time of year, almost time to say goodbye to 2023. Cheers. We both decided to sip a little something today in celebration of our last headlines and hot topics episode of the year. Cheers. What are you sipping on over there? I am sipping on Stella. I don't know. What is it called? Stella Rosa? Yeah, Stella Rosa. Red blend. I have to shake it up because it tastes like cough medicine right now, but (laughs) it is tasty. What are you drinking on? So I went to a wine room over the weekend and got the guy who was running its favorite Moscato. And it is this Italian brand Moscato. Very bubbly, very delicious. I do not remember the name of the brand, but it's a sexy bottle. So that's what I'm sipping on today. Getting geared up for some wine tastings that you and I will be having very soon. As we celebrate your life. Celebration (laughs) of my birthday. Another trip around the sun. Um, And caveat, when it comes to this wine, it's been open. It's a screw top and it tastes better fresh. But, you know, you got to shake it up and let it thaw a little bit after being in the fridge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then it's pitch perfect. (laughs) So... For our final headlines and hot topics episode today, guys, we're going to deviate from our usual and we're going to do a year in review and discuss our top moments. So we're going to talk about our favorite movies, TV shows, pop culture moments and moments of the podcast. So, Delora, let's start off with our favorite movies of 2023. What you got? Favorite movies of 2023. You know, this one is an interesting question because I think I enjoyed more television this year than I did movies. And them's the facts right there. This was the hardest category for me to decide on. I was like, ooh, me and movies have not had a love affair this year. And we also have to factor in uh the strike. Absolutely. <laughs> playing such a major role and the world getting used to going back to the movie theaters you know what I mean so for my favorite movies of the year I gotta start off with Hallie Bailey's The Little Mermaid Mm -hmm. came out this summer it was a special moment for me and my family we went to New York Amara saw it with her godfather shout out to Mike and it was a beautiful film and it was highly anticipated. I think we've been talking about this movie since she's been cast for like two years. Yeah. And it was finally here and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. My second favorite film of the year, they cloned Tyrone. That film was so unique. Mm-hmm. It was so original and so well acted it was a joy and something that we also recap. So check out that recap, y'all. 
And then what else did I enjoy this year? Ashley, come on in. What's What's your favorite movie of 2023? Well, first of all, it's hilarious because the two you've mentioned are on my list as well. Oh, really? The Little Mermaid, <laughs> absolutely, history. And then They Clone Tyrone for me is an honorable mention. It's I can't say that it was just necessarily a favorite, but to your point, it was so unique. And I thought that the cast, the Scooby-Doo gang of uh, beautiful Black folks that we had in that picture was just a, a hell of a ride. Um, mm -hmm. But my absolute favorite of this year, hey, surprise, surprise, is Barbie because of the Absolutely. fact that it was such a cinematic experience. It was not just the film itself. You talk about uh, being somewhere. I was in L.A., right? And I'm seeing it in the theater amongst people who are dressed up and who are, yes. you know, just the energy that you get from that theater experience that I don't think I had had since I had gone to see Black Panther and some of those that, you know, the audience is so engaged that it just makes makes or breaks the film. So Barbie is in the top, but those other two are in my top as well. But again, this year was hard. I looked through so many lists of like top films of the year and I'm like, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Now, granted, there's still plenty I have not seen yet. But this was not my favorite year. Last year was so easy. I look back on my list last year. Oh, it was the school for good and evil. It was Black Panther. It yeah. was. This is also the year we had cocaine bear. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> and I like to say Barbie is definitely on that list for me as well. It was such a joy. And to your point, I was in Chicago with my girl, Tony. What did it do? When we were on our way to a pop culture moment, I'm sure we'll talk about later. And it was a blast. The School for Good and Evil, Black Panther, and Everything Everywhere all at once. Mm. So easy last year. Yeah. All right. Let's move forward. Favorite TV shows. Now this one, you almost had too many <laughs> to fit into two to three favorites. I have many. <sighs> Bridgerton, Queen Charlotte. As you know, I love Bridgerton, the Netflix series. I have read the books and the TV show is actually better. Just putting it out there. Now that's rare. Very. Queen Charlotte was not even on my radar because obviously this was an original story that Shonda Rhimes and... Julia Quinn collaborated together, you know, as a spinoff for Queen Charlotte. When I tell you it was gorgeous, it was romantic, and I also bawled my eyes out. Mm -hmm. Listen, it was, and that's how I typically judge art. Like if it can evoke multiple emotions out of me, it's like, oh, that did something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Flashing some sex appeal and a hot man icing on the cake. I will stand between the heavens and the earth. Do you love me? <laughs> oh, we gotta stop falling gosh. for these shows written by women. It is never gonna live up. Listen, Reality is never gonna live up. Listen, Ashley, these are the facts, but I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I'm Lesbians, y'all probably be living y'all best lives because women probably have all the bars. Think about it. All the bars. Ugh. My second favorite TV show this year 
Daisy and the Six, one of my favorite books from last year and to see it come to life. They did it so well. It felt really authentic and I legit enjoyed the soundtrack. Like <laughs> it was during uh, Memorial Day weekend. That soundtrack was on repeat. That was a really well done series. I agree. And if I were to top it off and I have an honorable mention, okay. But if I were to top it off, Lessons in Chemistry. Also, a book I read at the beginning of this year, they actually put this to uh, film quite quickly. Well done, beautifully written. Again, gutted. <laughs> but the love story, it's like, it speaks to love even after death. And I just thought it was beautifully done. I really be thinking you love a good tearjerker because when we read... Uh, the Fault in Our Stars. Ooh, child. And that whole, I'm thankful for our little infinity. That about Girl. took me out. And that's what Lessons in Chemistry reminds me of, too. These so true. short romances that you just fall in love with these characters. Ugh. But has such a lasting impact. Oh, The Fault in Our Stars. Woo! If y'all don't know, you need to know. And honorable mention... Unprisoned. Carrie Washington did the damn thing on Hulu. It was really fascinating, the concept of the show. I had never seen anything like it. You know what I mean? And and the face of the fact that it was based on a real story. Yes, absolutely. How about you, Ashley? All right. So again, this is a tough category. And I knew the top two that you heard going to list already for yours. I was like, oh, it's going to be Queen Charlotte. It's going to be Daisy <laughs> Jones and the six. Could have written it down. Should have. Uh, so mine, Silo, Apple TV Plus. This is not one we got a chance to recap just because it's so complicated. And I don't feel like we could necessarily do it justice in the time that we have with our recaps. But I have spoken so highly of this show. This show was so well done and so enthralled and captured me as I was watching it week after week after week I told y'all so many times the Apple TV plus when they do a series they do a series very well this is based off books incredible cast room to go and continue to move forward so much um, mystery and speculation around everything but you get this sense of like intensity and panic and you feel so invested in these characters. One of my, again, top shows of the year, hands down. Another favorite TV show is a recent Black Cake, Hulu. Recent mm, Hidden Gem yeah. for me. Currently eight episodes completed for the first season. I am even so invested. I'm now listening to the book on Audible, okay? Because I need yes. to hear more. I need to better understand. I need to see where we might go if there's going to be a season two Black Cake is so good and it gives me more depth about certain things, especially regarding the Caribbean culture. And so I just really, I really enjoyed the ride of the show. Another favorite for me, Beef on Netflix. Now this is one we have yeah. gotten a chance to recap and as problematic as things became with David Cho, I binged this series so hard and so fast. Yeah. And I loved 
Ali Wong stepping out in this like dramatic turn and just mm-hmm. really seeing what her and Steven did with this clash of characters that they had together and the, the Asian representation, obviously, as yes. well in the series. But Beef was Beef is top tier for me of the year. And then my honorable mention is Swarm. Recap for us as well. Amazon Prime. Again, to speak to the honorable mention of They Clone Tyrone, I had never seen a Black female serial killer. And I think that Dominique was a force. She should have been nominated. She absolutely should have been nominated. She acted her ass off in that show. She sure did. She showed her range. Like, we've seen her before as the civil rights leader wife. And we've seen her, honestly, in very demure roles. Her talent was mind-blowing in that in that role. Dominique shut it down. And that series, while it could be, it was difficult to kind of sit through. Again, you talk about just quality and the the storytelling, the way that things were weaved and the trajectory of seeing her character. I mean, that that show was great. So those are my top TV shows of 2023. Let's move on to favorite pop culture moments of the year. There's a lot to think about with pop culture moments because we could think about some of the happy, lighter stuff, but there's also been some crazy heavy things that have gone on this year in the world of pop culture. Girl. (laughs) And continuing to go on. So that was my dilemma. And I feel like I tried to veer more on the side of happy but there's a little drama that's that's wrapped up in my top moments. So what were your top moments, Delora? On an unserious note, my favorite Chris getting married. Didn't have that on my bingo card. Happy for him. Obviously, okay. he's a married man and I'm no longer thirsty for him. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, okay. And we've had thoughts, so I'm not going to even go down that road. But seriously? Beyonce's renaissance flat out that was a cultural moment and the hottest ticket of the year and then I gotta say along with Taylor Swift who is everyone's person of the year not everyone's but do your thing Taylor what I'm alluding to is it was a girl power year when it comes to the dominance in the music and entertainment yeah with Barbie, Beyonce, Taylor. Girls are kicking butts and taking names this year. Billions of dollars into the economy. A lot of pink. (laughs) A lot of pink. A lot of silver. A lot of silver. Honestly, going to Beyonce's Renaissance tour was a treat. I am so happy I didn't miss it. We recapped our experiences, so check out that recap. It was a moment. And the fact that she was able to make it into a film is also quite extraordinary. What else? I like to talk about the Barbie Offenheimer situation. That tickled me on social media, the lead up to that debut. I did see Barbie. I did not see the other one. I will see it eventually because I love a good Oscar bait film. I mean, that's part of the reason why we do this podcast to talk about a range of, you know, movies and TV shows. The Alabama Brawl. I debated that one. I debated it. That was a moment. 
It was. It was. That was a moment. It was. The fallout is currently happening as we speak in terms of like who's getting arrested, who's getting community service, <laughs> you know, who's getting charges. On the darker side, surviving Diddy. Mm. Damn. That. Oof. Diddy has been a mainstay in pop culture most of our lives. I was going to say adult lives, but it, he was popular before we were even adults. Yeah. Making the band and all. And yeah. Cassie has always been there as well. She's actually quite around our age. So we know of her and to, you know, lie witness to the charges that she had against him was gag worthy to say the least mm. literally literally on a sad note and i think it's worth mentioning the death of tina turner mm-hmm. icon legend her influence is everywhere from beyonce to victoria monet dolly parton still out there shaking it like you know with them legs yeah with them legs exactly <laughs> exactly her influence in pop culture is infinite and she will be missed how about you ashley all right shared with beyonce renaissance world tour um beyonce is the entertainer of my life and of this generation (laughs) and it is always an honor and a privilege to get a chance to see her perform live and this was no exception um i'm so glad we got a chance to share that experience to have our podcast episode discussing it and again just to get a chance to still experience Beyonce and her artistry highlight of one of the highlights of of my life will be talking about Beyonce in the future uh to my children or whoever else does not get a chance to lay witness to such greatness you know what I'm saying like she is the way that people of our parents generation talk about um, artists of the past you know who we never got a chance to experience or just any level of entertainment I should even yeah. shouldn't even just say artists you know uh Michael Jordan I never got a chance to see play live um right. you think about Arthur Ashe you think about right. um I mean even Serena Williams I feel sad that I never got a chance to see Serena in person right. yeah in because person. these great figures in life I just you know there's nothing like getting a chance to experience them so oh the fashion, the choreo, the mute challenge, all of it. <laughs> Blue Ivy Blue, Carter. Blue Ivy. On that stage. Again, the loudest of the night. Yes. Thank you, Beyonce. We love you. Um, another for me, Rihanna at Super Bowl, because um it had been a long time coming, I think, for people to want to see Rihanna at the Super Bowl. The fact that she yes. revealed yet another pregnancy. The fact that she yes. has such a beautiful um, presence with the visuals and just her staging and all Gorgeous. that sort of thing. Um, it's the most, I think, viewed Super Bowl performance of all time at this point. Um, it was a moment. And, it you was. know, Rihanna is living her best life and so happy for her <laughs> and her growing family. So thank yes. you for still Her stepping out on that boys. stage, sis. Yeah, thank you for still stepping out on that stage for us. Mm-hmm. And then celebrity memoirs. I feel like this was the year of 
some celebrity memoirs, baby, from Carrie to Jada to Britney. Yes. We had some bombshells dropped. We had some callbacks to our teen bop eras of some Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake tea. Girl. Jada still out here making the rounds, telling people more than they think they want to know. Carrie giving us the open book to areas and aspects of her life that we never thought we would get. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I got a chance to see two out of the three ladies in person didn't hurt. So <laughs> definitely top pop culture moments for me of the year. And then honorable mention, finally, not even honorable mention, but I just feel like I want to give him his full flowers. And that is Usher, Usher Raymond. What's this? This was the year of Usher from him yes, it was. showing up and showing out and closing out his Las Vegas residency, which again, talking about seeing our greats, it will kill me that I missed <laughs> the Las Vegas residency. Girl, that was a pricey ticket. Purse, I know it was, but damn, I have yet to see Usher in person. Usher, give me one more. Give me one more stint and I'm gonna make it, baby. Okay, because it seemed like the ticket to be at one of my girlfriends got to go on one of his last couple shows. She said they sat right behind the celebrities. The trick, she said, was to not get your ticket to like an hour before. I heard and that the ticket too. prices have dropped. See, the way my anxiety is set up, I know I probably have heart palpitations if I flown all the way out there and I'm ready. I'm dressed. I'm ready. But and you can't even go. You don't want to risk that. Exactly. I'd be devastated. But then Usher gets announced because people have listened to our podcast that he's the Super Bowl halftime performer <laughs> for 2024. I mean. <laughs> the year of Usher, 2023. And I'm sure 2024 will continue to bless that man, but I just had to give him his flowers. Yes. Was, he was a moment. He is a moment. All right, Delora, let's get into our final category of top moments 2023. And we got to talk about recapping with the Lauren Ashley podcast. Give me your top <laughs> moments of the year for the pod. Oh my gosh. The top moments of the pod. Well, our guests, we've had some fantastic guests this year from Nicole Welch to our wonderful group what we say gaggle ladies i forgot gaggle what we of girlies <laughs> gaggles of girlies who recapped our experiences for beyonce renaissance world tour as well as dumb black mamas mm -hmm. <laughs> who Crystal sat with us and the keisha yes and we talked about the perfect fine and that man looking way too young for Gabrielle and don't get me wrong <laughs> I love this you key. To, I love you I love you key and this has nothing to do with Gabrielle it's just he just has a very youthful face you come know? on over here baby come on I look youthful too Keith but y'all he's not far from us we're talking I know but you know I gotta shoot my shot I gotta shoot my shot over these you never know who's listening <laughs> girl that's true that's how Kelsey got Taylor exactly so. exactly come on Keith I'll be out your way. I really enjoyed our conversations with our guests. With our podcast, this strike was rough and we were able <laughs> to explore avenues that we haven't really, you know, thought of before. 
it was really fascinating from a production perspective us trying to create content because there were some slow news <laughs> weeks okay and Ashley and I would be like girl <laughs> I am scraping at the bottom of the barrel we haven't actually gone down the reality tv route you notice that I feel like that was out of yes. solidarity for <laughs> the actors and writers I don't know I mean that and I don't think either of us just dive too too deep in the world of reality TV in terms of entertainment beyond like you know we got really into the first season I think you did even the second season of Love is Blind so we remember yeah. we talked about Love is Blind before we and did. we'll talk about the Kardashians casually and you'll talk about Housewives of Potomac but like yeah. some of the rabbit holes you could go down with reality TV because it's just there's so much messiness most of the so time. Much. Yes. Like, I don't know if, I don't think either of us dive that deep into it. And also it's like, is this really going to be a productive conversation about like any storytelling or acting or anything like that? We can actually sink our teeth into and be like, can you believe such and such slap such and such? That's not, no, not ideal. Yeah. True. True that. Th those are my top moments, Ashley. What about yours? Yeah, so mine are the same. I mean, I just kind of broke them out. The Beyonce Renaissance recap. Thank you again to the ladies who joined us for that recap. That was so much fun having people come from different places that they got a chance to see her and talk about the differences between, you know, wardrobe and performance and all those different things. And then the Perfect Fine recap was so much fun with them Black Mamas podcast. We definitely have to have them back. Uh yes. Crystal says she wants to come back. We do Reasonable Doubt season two. We have not forgotten. Oh, yes, we have not. The North Remembers. The North Remembers. And then our continue in conversations. I mean, I think I'm going to have this on my list every year that we have them because I love talking to people about their careers and about um, their perspectives on the industry and just their excitement for their craft and whatever that yes. they happen to be doing and being able to put that wisdom out to our listeners and all that I feel like just adds such such value to what we hope to deliver to you guys when we're crafting our podcast so always appreciate it Nicole Stephanie Travis appreciate you guys we have more to come absolutely for sure and then I mean just the fact Laura that we are in our third year and yes. we are continuing to move forward. We still have an excitement for things we're doing. We still have so much room to grow and to evolve. And that just keeps me excited every time we get a chance to hop onto the mic. Because don't be fooled, y'all. This is a grind. It does take a lot of effort to do this week after week after week. It is a two-woman show. Yes, it is. Truly. So truly. <laughs> we are gonna keep the train on the tracks and keep it moving forward and just excited for what 2024 has in store for us. So top moments of 2023 year in review. There you go, guys. If you have any top moments that you want to share with us that you enjoyed for the year, um, content-wise, pop culture-wise. Um, any content you want to see from us in the future, please always feel free to let us know. Shoot us a message, yes. hop in them DMs, put in a comment. We so appreciate it. So, Delora, we have one more recap for the year. What are we bringing to the people? Yes, Ashley. I'm just going to go ahead and say trigger warning because this topic is 
gross, frankly. We are going to recap May, December, starring Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore. So yeah, loosely based off of the scandalous 90s tabloid sensation, Mary Kay Turner and her seventh grade person. I don't even want to phrase it. It's gross. I'm sorry. It's gross. It's gross. All right. Well, on that note, guys, (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you for that recap. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy. Continue to enjoy the holiday season. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Love your family. Love your people. Don't get too crazy out in them stores either because I have not been out in them streets, but I can only imagine as we get a little bit closer what those stores are going to start looking like. So true. So true. Guys, please share this episode with your friends, family, loved ones. We so appreciate it. We will be back. In the meantime, as always, be blessed. Bye.